Hey, Angela here. Before we begin this episode, I'd like to invite you to join our Substack community, where you'll get more founder profiles, exclusive behind-the-scenes content, first access to all my original work, and access to our community group chat. All you have to do is click the link in the description. I love and appreciate your support. It's awesome to see all your comments, email responses, and reactions. I'm happy to share this journey with you. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you guys so much for listening to Honey and Hustle. We are a visual podcast that features conversations with small business owners, creative entrepreneurs, and those in the nonprofit community. We're so glad that we started sharing our podcast here on Anchor FM. And if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, and it will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on all the major platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. If you're listening to this right now, download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Thank you to Blackology Coffee Company for sponsoring this video. Take 10% off your next order at Blackology Coffee Company by using the link at the description, www.blackologycoffeecompany.com backslash Angela. Hey everyone, my name is Angela. Welcome to this episode of Honey and Hustle. Our amazing guest joins me all the way from California. His name is Oscar Garcia. He is the founder of Me Today. Um, Quite an impressive app. I mean, we're blending language, we're blending tech, we're making an interactive experience for people who are learning virtually um, on their phones. So, Austin, can you tell me a little bit more about how you came up with this idea and how your background kind of contributed to like what you're making right now? Sure, um, Angela. First of all, thank you so much for having me. This is really exciting. Um, yeah, great question. You know, I have been an English as a second language instructor for the last, wow, like 14 years. So I've, I've been doing this for a while. And one of the things that I have experienced throughout my career is that, you know, I have focused more on international students um, that come here to America to pursue undergraduate or graduate degrees. But then I have also seen a lot of people from um, immigrants from Latin America, from Mexico, from around the world who really want to learn English. But then um, when they are asking, okay, how much does it cost to uh, take ESL classes at a university? And when I, you know, when I say, well, it's, it's about $8,000 for three months, they're, they're like, oh my God, I cannot afford that. And I really want to learn and so on. So, and so there was a time when I volunteered for several years to teach ESL at a local library. And I met, you know, people from all over the world, all walks of life and <clears throat> construction workers uh, from engineers at, you know, at Toyota, different companies. And, and they had the same issue. They were like, you know, I, I, I understand it a little bit. I can write it. But then when it comes to speaking the language, when it comes to understand, like people talking, like they speak really fast. I really can't understand. And, and I was like, you know, I want to do something about this. I mean, I know that 
you know, it, it's important to to read. It's important to write. Uh, but it seems that for a lot of these people, it's easier to learn how to read or how to write than how to speak and how to understand the language. And I, and th there was actually I I drove at that at that time. I think that was in 20, 2018. I drove all the way from Birmingham, Alabama to Pittsburgh because there was going to be a conference with the CEO of Duolingo. And I was like, I want to go to this conference. He's going to be the keynote. I want to meet him. I want to, I want to talk to him. And so I, I you know, went there and they took us to the Duolingo headquarters and they gave us a presentation and they said, well, this is Duolingo. This is what we're doing and so and so. And <clears throat> after that experience, um, and, and actually during the conference, I was able to speak with uh, Luis Bon, the, the CEO of Duolingo. And I said, hey, Luis, by the way, he's from Guatemala. And I said, Luis, you know, we're, we were right next to a, a um, um, we were at the hotel right next to the front desk. And I said, you know, let's say that I'm from a foreign country and I lost my charger, right? And I don't know how to say that. I don't know how to say I've lost my charger. And I want to go to the you know receptionist and say that. Can the Duolingo app help me to do that? And he was like, no, it cannot help you do that. The Duolingo, and he actually, he said it in front of the like 2000 teachers. He said, the Duolingo app is not going to help you to speak the language, but it's going to give you content, lots of content, right? So it's going to give you that. And I was like, yeah, that's true. The problem is that, you know, millions of immigrants here in the U.S., they need to communicate. You know, they're, you know, working every day. They're doing all, all these different things and they need to communicate. And, and, and so after I saw, the, the, like, what was the Duolingo app? Actually, my intention, Angela, was to try to partner with him. I, I had this, my idea, I was like, this is what I want to do. I want to partner with him. But after I saw that, I said to myself, no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> so I, I'm doing my own thing. I'm going to go back to Birmingham and I don't know how, but I'm going to start my own company. <clears throat> Long story short, I came back and then I learned about the Velocity Accelerator at the Innovation Depot. I applied to that. We got some seed funding and then <clears throat> we pretty much finished our mobile app at the end of, uh, of 2019. And then in 2020, we were just about to start with two big companies that were going to purchase the app for a lot of their uh, non-native English speakers. And then the pandemic hit. <laughs> and then, you know, you know the rest of the story. So, so right now, <clears throat> we are trying to give, you know, we survive. We, we feel that we survived the virus, the, the company and also <laughs> myself and my team. And so right now we are um, trying to get as much, as much traction as, as we can so that we can get the enough funding that we need to finish the full version of the app. Because what we have right now, it's only one feature, just one feature of the app. And so, and, and, and that's kind of like the, the story of, of need to say. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. Like, so much that I didn't expect, but so much that I feel like people need to hear because mm -hmm. I think 
there's a lot of people who may be like you, who may be like wanting to do something in the tech industry, maybe apply their skills or knowledge, their experience to doing something like this, creating an app, creating a resource for people. And they're like, well, I know I don't have the money. So let me partner with somebody who's also doing something similar. But then it's like, well, why? Because if they were going to do it, they would have done it already. Right. So I have this unique thing that I can really take and make my own. And so I'm glad that you did that with me to say. Um, so one thing that I guess I'm just like, I'm hearing as you're talking, it's like this app is really about accessibility for people. Right. So it's really about like bridging that gap between like the paywall that exists to learn a new language proficiently enough to speak it and understand it in conversation when either like visiting a new country, moving here permanently, um, just kind of moving around, trying to navigate the workspace if you came here from work, if you're a non-native speaker, things like that. So you're really kind of bridging all gaps. So it's not just like, it's like you said, it's people who are immigrants, it's people who are coming here for study abroad, but it's also people who are coming here for jobs, coming here for work, they just want to learn, right? Um, so what has been your experience as a teacher, as a creator of this app in terms of um, really addressing the accessibility of this app for people? You know, it all started with um, the, the name, the name of, the, of, the, of my company. You know, it's called Need to Say. So, and, and I, I thought a lot about this because as, you know, I'm a, English learner myself, and, and, and there was a time when I didn't speak any English at all. And, and, I, and, I, you know, and I, I felt the need to express myself, to communicate, to, to share things, and I couldn't share those things. And, and I was at, you know, at work and at, at different um, you know, scenarios in life that I wanted to express myself. And, and, and I felt that people kind of like started to get their own ideas about me without really knowing myself, you know? And it's like, and I always put this example, when it comes to Latin Americans or Mexicans, for instance, you know, you have these communities, um, underserved communities where you, these people are, you know, building our homes or cutting our grass or cleaning and doing all kinds of work. But then, I, people, for the most part, never communicate, never communicates with, with them. You know, it's like they go into their homes and then they learn about these people from, from the news. And, and then, you know, and I know that these people are, you know, working two or three jobs and doing all kinds of things and, and they, so they can make, make ends meet and so they cannot really afford to pay, you know, a lot of money to learn, you know, English for instance, and things like that. And, and so I wanted to come up with something that was going to help people communicate right on the spot, but, but it was, it was not going to be a translation tool. It's, it's not going to be another version of Google translate or something like that, because when you talk to people, they say, I want to speak it. Like, I really want to communicate. Like, I don't want a translation tool. I, I want to do it myself. And so one of the cool things of the app, something that I wanted to do is that, let's say you want to say a certain word or, or, or a sentence. In the app, you can see the, 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 the mouth movements um, a real native speaker 
saying saying the word. Um, you'll hear it two times. The first time it's slow, so they they can see you know the the pronunciation of a certain vowel of of a certain consonant, and then the second time it's fast, so that when someone says that in the real world, they'll be able to understand that. And then the app it's designed in a way that it's going to meet your needs uh, no matter where you are. So it's not like prescript prescriptive that for instance a lot of people complains about popular apps that they say well i learned how to say i am a dog you know and and, and you don't want to say i am a dog like when are you going to say that but they're trying to teach you know grammar trying to do that but when it comes to the real world if you think about you know immigrants just in general they need to communicate, they need to buy food, they need to get, you know, license plates, they need to go to, to a doctor, they need to express how they feel. Like, this app focuses on that. It bridges the gap on helping these communities, these people to really, you know, express themselves, to function in our society. Because again, if you, you know, at the beginning, Angela, I thought, okay, I want to, I want to, you know, you know, come up with an app that is going to help international students. It's going to help, you know, um, uh, Americans learning Spanish. It's going to help, you know, all these people. It's going to be great. But then I thought, wait a minute, like international students, they are at universities already with a ton of help. ESL, you know, teachers professors, they can make friends, blah, blah. Same thing for, for instance, for um, American students. But then I thought, if you think about immigrants, they don't have any of that. Like the Duolingo app, the Babel, like Rosetta Stones, all of those apps were created for them. Like it was created for either for someone who is retired and would like to travel abroad and, and wants to communicate or either someone who is at a you know at a school setting and <clears throat> and wants to use that to continue learning grammar or things like that. The need to say app doesn't teach any grammar. We we focus on communication. That's that's pretty much what we do because we know that um, what really matters to at the end of the day is is to communicate, to be able to express yourself. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so. And I'm appreciative that you made those distinctions too. Like, who is this app for, and what is already on the market? Because, like, again, a lot of people who may be watching this, or maybe who are interested in like this app as its functionality and like um, relating, like, what can I, how can I help promote this? Who is this for? It's like, it's for people who really, really, really are going to use this to communicate on a daily basis outside of an educational setting, outside of people who like regardless of education level, education status, just wherever you are, you know, learning how to say things that you need to say on a daily basis, not to say like certain verb tenses. Like, you know, it's, kind of yeah, yeah. it's not about grammar. This is, you know, for, um, you know, I was an ESL teacher for many years, like I said, and, and so a lot of times, you know, especially in the past, people was taught to, you know, just grammar. And, and, and then when someone wanted to communicate, they were like, should I use the present perfect, past simple, uh, past participle when I say this? And 
that's not the way on how you are supposed to learn or teach a language. The best way is to think about functions like, oh, I want to, you know, um, I'm going to have a job interview. Okay, we'll teach you how to have a great job interview. You know, we'll give you these great sentences started, you know, we'll give you this, you know, words and phrases that you can use to be able to, to communicate that. So we, we focus on that. And for instance, in the Need to Say app, you know, one of the things that we want to do is like, okay, you are, for instance, at a restaurant and you want to be able to order something. It's going to help you do that effectively, you know, effectively. So this is not like, yeah, you can still do that. You can still point to numbers. You can say that, no, no, this, I see this all the time when I go to restaurants and I see some of my people trying to order something and people's like, what? You do want this one? No, that one, and especially at a, you know, at a subway or whatever. <clears throat> and I'm like, the, the need to say app is going to make them more effective. And for instance, just let me give you another example. Right now, we are working with manufacturing companies and construction companies. The, for instance, the majority of construction workers are from Latin America, more than 70%. And so the, you know, a lot of the, you know, accidents, a lot of the injuries, a lot of the things that these people go through every year, and even a lot of the deaths is because of their lack of English proficiency because they cannot communicate. Um, <clears throat> and so we're trying to do something about, about this. We're trying to teach them to communicate. And this is something that is called English for specific purposes. So they are learning what they need at the work site. So they're learning the vocabulary, the, the, the tools that they use. They're learning, oh, there's a, you know, a trench. Um, there's a floor opening. What's a floor opening? Like, what is that in that context? So they're learning all of that so they can say that and communicate better. And when they can communicate better, um, they're, they're more, you know, not only uh, more efficient, but they will be safer and they will be able to, you know, back, go back home safely with their family. So that's, that's just one example of how uh, the Need to Say app is approaching this. And if you think about any of the popular apps, they're not doing any of this. They're trying to focus on a totally different, you know, audience. And, and again, as a, as a Mexican myself, I know my people, I know, you know, Latin Americans and I know what they go through. And I'm like, what about us? Like, what about all these people? I want to do something about them. Yeah. Okay. Um, so two, <clears throat> two things. So like you were an ESL teacher um, and that's, and you are a Mexican immigrant to the United States. Okay. So you use your perspective as somebody who's been in these streets before to build something for people who are just like you. Um, what was your experience diving into the tech sector and app development and that sort of thing? Well, that that has been a um, a difficult journey. Um, <clears throat> you know, um, one of 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 my team team members, it's my former student. <laughs> it's um, he's um, originally from China and he's a computer science major. And, and, you know, we spoke about this, we spoke about the needs and all these things. 
And he, you know, became part of my team because he, he understood, he knew what he, what I was trying to do. And as a non-technical founder, I knew myself that I needed to understand how software works, um, how can, you know, because of, you know, of course you can just go to a company and say, I'm trying to build this, like how much does it cost? <clears throat> Excuse me. And then they will say, well, it's, uh, for instance, for my app, they used to say things like, well, it's going to be $150,000, $200,000. And I was just like, oh my God, that's, that's a lot of money. That's, I mean, there's no way I can do this. And, <clears throat> and then some of the worst parts is, was that, um, that if later, if I wanted to change something to the app, it was going to add up like 10 more, you know, 10K, 15k or more money and i was like no 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 i, I i'm not i don't want to do that i saw other people trying to with their own startups paying thousands of dollars and and our mobile app it's something that is very complex you know it's, it's not something you know one two three and and there you go you can start you know learning or you buy something blah blah no it's it's very complex because it learns from you. Um, um, it, it, you know, it it it, um, it it is customizable. Like if if you say, "Well, I'm from Spain, um, and you want to learn English," it will show you. You will have. You are gonna have a different uh, challenges when it comes to the pronunciation of certain words as if if you are from um, China or you know, um, India, it, it's going to be, you're going to have different challenges. So, so it, it's going to adjust to your needs. So it's going to be different. So I decided to have my own team of developers and with them, you know, work together on something that is actually going to meet the needs of people. And for me, this is the best way to come up with a good, in this case, uh, mobile app or a good software, a good technology. Again, because I try to do, I try to do it differently before. I try to go to different companies and they will, you know, give me a quote. <clears throat> and I just felt like, okay, that is great, but this thing is changing all the time. Like, you know, I, I get feedback from my users and then it turns out that I need to change something from the app and I'm going to have to call them back and, and, and I was like, no, I want someone who's going to be right next to me and say, hey, guys, like we need to change this. Can we do it right now? Like, let's do it now. So uh, my advice for anybody who's trying to do something will be that if you are a non-technical founder, that's not a problem at all. I mean, what really matters here, it's the vision that you have, because one of the things that I have found out is that not all, but a... a a big percentage, I, I, I would say, I don't know, uh, of um, technical founders, they know how to do stuff, but they don't have the vision. Like they, they don't, like you tell that they don't have this creative part, I don't know why. But, but if you come together with a creative person and a technical person who can make it happen, oh my goodness, you can do a lot of great things. Yeah, yeah. I like that breakdown too, because um, you're actually probably our first non-technical founder on the show. So I'm really happy that we got to 
you know, like see how you've applied your skill set to this like realm of tech and it's like, yeah, like yeah. I'm not going to a big company, I'm keeping this in house and working with them so we can make it nimble and we can make it exactly what we want. Um, so yeah, so what remains to be done on the app? I know you said there's only one feature. What feature is available right now? So, so the, the uh, yeah, you're right. I, you know, sometimes when I see, you know, the story of Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak, I, I'm Steve Jobs. I, I'm the guy who you, you see things. And then my, my you know, co-founder, he's like the guy who can make it happen. Um, well, you know, um, uh, right now, we the only feature that we have is where you can see the mouth movement of a, of a word or sentences. But um, the other features that we're working on, it's one where you, for instance, there's a sentence and then uh, let's say, uh, for instance, let's say you learn in Spanish and then you have this sentence that says, uh, como te llamas, right? It says, como te llamas. And so what you do is that you record yourself saying that sentence and then the app is going to give you feedback on the uh, intonation, the stress. Like if you're putting the stress on a different part of a word or uh, a, a, a different part of a sentence, it's going to give you the feedback. And then you can compare your pronunciation with the one of the native speaker. So you're going to click to the native speaker and then the speaker, you're going to hear, you know, um, for instance, uh, como te llamas? And then if you say, como te llamas, then it's going to be like, no, you need to do it again. Como te llamas. So it's going to teach you that. And this is, this is the reason why ESL teachers or Spanish teachers get paid because we get feedback. <laughs> that's it, right? So we, we get paid to give feedback. So that's one, one, this is another feature. And then the, the, um, the other features of the app, for instance, there's one where you can interact with the app. For instance, the, you know, a job interview, right? So there will be uh, uh, the the native, you can listen to a native speaker ask you questions. You're gonna have to answer, but then your answers um, are already recorded from a, a, a native speaker. So you can record yourself, compare your answers to the native speaker. But then what you're doing here is that you're listening to a native speaker, the HR person, for instance, ask the, you know, asking you questions, and then you answer it, and then you, and then they ask, and then you answer, and then you ask. So you practice a scenario. So, and what we're doing here is that we have hundreds of scenarios that, even from things so simple as, for instance, how to order a Chick Fil A, to something more complex as, for instance, a job interview or giving a, an academic presentation or for instance, when it comes to my construction workers on how to report an incident, right? For instance, so so it's got it's got all these different things, and then there is other this other feature in the app that it's about the videos that 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 I talked to you at the beginning, and these videos, what I'm trying to do is that I'm trying to have small nuggets of grammar, but not like I, I don't want to say we're going to learn about the present perfect. It's not going to be like that. It's going to be like, okay, how to talk about the things that you're going to do tomorrow. And then this is one way, you know, tomorrow I am going to blah, blah. And, and so we'll give you examples. We'll give you, this will be more about things that are a little bit more complex when it comes to the language. 
And there's this other part where we're also teaching about American culture. Because if you don't learn American culture, it's going to be really hard to learn more English. So we're learning, we're teaching American culture where you can learn, for instance, what is, what is a potluck? Like, for instance, right? What is potluck? Like, what is, what is why do people celebrate, for instance, uh, I don't know, whatever, whatever holiday. So a lot of, of these people and just like my international students, they have a lot of questions about these things and then trying to figure out how things work. And especially when it comes to the unspoken rules right so um the the you know the cultural parts of like i was invited to go to a party like should i get uh, it's at six should i get at six should i get at you know at seven six thirty should i bring something um you know a lot of, of things like that and but then what is more relevant is when we do it for the 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 you know the the, the office or uh, or at the job because they have a lot of questions on how to interrupt someone like if I'm having a conversation if like I want to I I disagree with this guy but I don't know how to do it because I'm afraid that I would not be able to do it correctly or that I'm gonna sound rude like how do I do that so you see this like you have all these components of the language that. And, and, and a simple app cannot just teach you all of these things. It, it's, it's a lot of different components that you have to understand. And then once you practice, once you're doing all of this, you're going to feel more confident because one of the first rules that we have is make mistakes. If you make mistakes, you're going to learn. If you don't make mistakes, if you don't go up there and try to do it, speak, blah, blah, it's going to be really hard. So. From day one in the app, we want you to listen, we want you to speak, we want you to, you know, feel more confident. So that's, you know, some some of the, of, oh, and then we have this other feature that is called Accent Edition. You know, a lot of people, they call it the, you know, the, the um, accent reduction and things like that. We don't want to <laughs> re reduce anything. We want to add, like, because you don't, if, if, if you have a heavy accent, we want to give you like, this is how it works. And in this part, for instance, if you think about popular Hollywood stars from other countries, they pay thousands of dollars to improve their accent, to improve their you know communication skills. We have this in the app where they can see how to pronounce you know, the American vowels, the consonants, the different sounds and all these things. So we want to have all of this in in one one single app. Um, so that's that's kind of like the, the other features. And and finally, there's one more thing that we want to have, Angela. Um, <clears throat> at the end, let's say you, you are about to finish a module in, in the app or a certain course. At the end of the course, I want users to have the option to talk to a native speaker and i want not not only teachers any any anybody who's a native speaker if if you want to be part of this and if you want to make some extra money you can just make yourself available to talk to this english learner for instance and he just wants to practice to have a conversation with you because I feel that this is an important component. 
And but this thing is going to be optional. Like if you want to go ahead and and you know schedule a class with a native speaker, you can do that. If you don't want to do that, it's all right, right? But there's I want to give people the option and, and the same thing for someone who's learning Spanish. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot because um, I think what you're talking about. I mean, there will be interactive pieces, but like just practicing in real time with something that isn't as scripted, maybe, or something that is a little more just like nuanced, so you can practice all of these things, like the culture, the language, um, different scenarios. If they just want to talk about maybe a specific thing that happened or just anything, I think that's really cool. So they can put together different lessons and see how good they're really doing and how they're tracking and just like. Maybe make a new friend, like you know. So, and a lot of times you just want to talk to someone. A lot of times you just want to say, "Hey, I learned, you know, this thing about, uh, you know, for instance, uh, baseball, American football. Like, I don't understand how you guys play that. Like, and oh well, this is how we play. This is how it works. Blah blah. Oh, cool, great, I got it now. So, simple things like that. You you have the human connection here because I feel that the human component is very important. So. That's the reason we want to be able to, you know, finish the full version so people can have access to all of this. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome, and I appreciate you sharing all this with me. And hopefully, some potential investors who are watching the show right now, uh, so they get a better idea of what you've already done so far and what they can help contribute to making available for people in the future. So thank you so much for coming today to share that with me. No, thank you, thank you so much. It's it. This is this is awesome. Thank you. Um, I'll put your contact information at the end. Um, but again, thank you for sharing your time with me, and hopefully, we can get some people in touch with you soon. No, thank you so much, Angela, for 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 your invitation. <clears throat> It has been an honor. And um, again, I um, we are you know working really hard to to make this thing happen, and um, hopefully, uh, by uh, the end of this year, you know, we're we're hoping to have this. Uh, ready and hopefully about that time, I would love to you know come back to your show, to your podcast, and and talk about it again. <laughs> <laughs> That would be awesome. We'd love to have you. Thank okay, you. Okay, awesome. Thank you.